It's time for the Greg Campy Show, presented by RJ's Pub. Let's go live to RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here's Coach Campy and the voice of the Golden Grizzlies, Neil Rule. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. He is the coach, Greg Campy. My name is Neil Rule. Greg Hessen back in our 1270, the Bet Studios. Campy, got your hand up in the air. Yes, Mr. She, Campy. She just walked by with a pizza. I thought she... She was bringing it to me, the championship pizza, but no, she faked us out and gave it some. I, I got my Diet Dr. Pepper, but I get that every week. Where's the championship stuff, man? Uh, I, I, are you supposed to get something when you win a championship? <laughs> Absolutely, but the Golden Grizzlies, oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> some parm cheese. Some parmesan, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. My God, you sound like people on Twitter now. They're all, <laughs> we win a championship, they're all pissed off because we lost. <laughs> Well, camp. I mean, uh, if you're going to win one, you want to win one when you lose, right? Absolutely, and that is how things shook out yesterday. Despite the loss to Wright State, the Golden Grizzlies have locked up at least a a share of the Horizon League men's basketball title with the opportunity to go ahead and take care of business next Saturday in the arena against Detroit Mercy. Is, is if you need more storylines for that game, but camp, uh, as we said, a share of the Horizon League men's basketball championship. Well, I, I told our guys. Thursday at Robert Morris that this was this was the game you know if you if you win that game we're going to win the league championship and uh and we played you know one of the best defensive games we've ever played and and we won the game and I think we we pretty much knew how it was going to play out um you know we didn't have a great deal of juice Saturday uh Wright State came in playing for home court and you know and I still think one through five they've got the most talent in the league fortunately the game's more than that you know for us but uh and they it's funny because they Wright State has is shooting 54 percent from the floor which is you know unheard of literally it's the the second best field goal percentage in college basketball in the last 25 years and in our game at their place we held them to 37 percent we held them to less than a point per possession they're averaging almost 90 points a game and then in the first half Saturday, we did the same. We held them to 42%, which is 12 percentage below what they are, and we held them to 0.97 points per per possession. And then in the second half, Huberts came out and made an unbelievable tough two. Uh, we missed two consecutive shots, and then he got open and made a three, and, and the floodgates opened, and they became who they were, and we had a bad half against them. And, and People are upset that, you know, what the the final score doesn't mean anything, you know. There's no, unless you're talking about net statistics, which where it matters a little bit in that. It got away from us, and they beat us, and good for them. Uh, They they needed that win. It didn't matter, you know. When when they get their rings, it's not going to say on their ring, oh, they lost by 20 at home to Wright State. No, that wouldn't fit on the ring anyway. Uh, No, I don't think so. All it's going to say is, is Horizon League champions. And, and Jared Calhoun, the coach at uh, Youngstown, called me this morning. And he goes, you must be feeling really good. I said, well, I feel a lot better today than I did immediately after the game. And he goes, you realize that you, you just won the Horizon League in the best the Horizon League has been in 25 years. Top to bottom, yep, no doubt. And that I didn't say that. That's a, another coach in the league. Yeah. And... Uh, Right, and 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 you know I thought about what he said, and he's right. I mean, there's 
there's eight teams in this league that are going to win close to 20 games. There's eight teams that can beat anybody. The tournament's going to be, you know. And now, you know, I can nah, – I don't even want to go there. I'm just saying that let's just enjoy what we've done. Let's finish it Saturday, um, and then let's get ready for the tournament because the tournament's going to be great college basketball. It really is. I mean, it, the, who knows what's going to happen. This could be the first year that that – They've done this, that there could be multiple home court losses uh, in, in the first round of the tournament. In both the, the, the first round and the quarterfinals, there could be multiple home losses. And I don't think you can predict who the four teams are that are going to make it to Indianapolis. I, I really don't. We've battled so hard all year to get that home court. Um, but we're 7-3 and three on the road this year. 7-3 and three on the road in league play. That's, you know, That's doing some work, no doubt. Right. So... You know, I, this this may be the one here that the home court doesn't mean as much, but I don't care. It, it, we, we accomplished what we wanted to accomplish. This team that, you know, went to, went to Italy, learned a lot about themselves, came in, battled injuries and in, in an NCAA ruling with Peru in the, in the early time, um, lost an exhibition game, played unbelievable uh, at Ohio State and Illinois, beat a quad one team at Xavier, um, and then got beat by 20, 30 at home, twice in league play. It's a weird, weird, but it's college basketball at its finest, and that's why college basketball is what it is and why we all love it. It's Anything can happen. And uh, we, we persevered few, through it and won a championship. So I, I can't tell you I'm as excited as I can possibly be. And fans, remember, you can get involved in the show, too, on Twitter. Send a tweet. Put the hashtag AskCampy on there. We will read those. We got some starting to uh, to trickle in as well. Not the uh, usual workload of Ask Campy questions. So if you've got something you've wanted to know. Nobody can be critical right now. Yeah. <laughs> that is true. Mm-hmm. And DQs address the yellow shoe situation. Right. So there's really nowhere to go. Right. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the only people that want to do want to want to be critical. They don't want to, you know. So, so what the hell? Yeah, but I uh, probably go, won't get any questions tonight. <laughs> go ahead and fire Except away. Except for Marty, probably. Marty will probably send something. Yeah, Mar- Marty probably will out there uh, in Pittsburgh. But, uh, great to see him, by the way, at Robert Moore. Yeah, we, we ran into him. He, he uh, What a great guy that guy is. You know, So that whole story is uh, many years ago we played at Pittsburgh, and people that have been around a long time know that we had him by 18 with eight minutes to go. And with eight minutes. 50 seconds ago, we had him by eight, and Travis Bader's at the free throw line, a 93% shooter, and he missed the front end of a one and one, and we lost in overtime. A complete, utter collapse, and one of still one of the losses that just dig at me, my you know, and will my whole life. And Marty was given two tickets to that game for his birthday present, and that's when he first saw Oakland. And I don't know, he felt sorry for me or something like that, and he reached out to me after the game. And I've, we just went back and forth on social media, and now he donates to the program. He shows up at the Youngstown game. He went through, he went through our press guide or whatever, and found out what you know how we ask questions like what's what's your favorite snack and things like that to the players. And he wrote it all down, went to out and bought every one of them their favorite snack, and showed up at our hotel and gave them their snack. I mean, it, this guy's unbelievable, and. Uh, so it was great. I let him sit on the end of the bench. He didn't get a technical, so I'm happy. Yeah, absolutely. And he would have if, if we would have let him. He would have because he wants us to win as bad as, as I want us to win. No, but uh, but speaking of that uh, that game on Thursday night as well at Robert Morris, uh, really the win camp, and I'll, 
I'll bring this kind of full circle. That that win at Robert Morris really was what gave you gave the gave the program the breathing room. You know, in, in terms of, of the right the right state loss, you still control your fate. Nothing really changes. You get a win Saturday night against Detroit. You're the undisputed champions, uh, as Bruce Buffer would say at, at UFC. You'll be the undisputed champions of the Horizon League. And and you brought it up too that seven and three road mark. That's not common, Camp. Even the teams that have quote unquote ran through the Horizon League don't go seven and three on the road in the conference. Right. And I'll just say this. Yes, I want the undisputed and we're going at it. But 10 years from now, this team's coming back. And when they introduce them at halftime of a game, I probably won't be alive, but um, when they introduce them at halftime, they're not going to say, oh, the co-champion. They're going to be the Horizon League champion, whether we win Saturday or not. And I, I just hate anybody that's critical of that we it, we're the champions and if we if we lose saturday then youngstown will say they're champions too and right state probably would be a three-way tie but we'll still be we'll still be the number one seat and unfortunately the nit they kind of screwed the mid-majors over this year because what if you're the number one seed you automatically got in the nit in past years if you'll remember a few years ago we won the conference and we got beat in a tournament, and but we went to the NIT. We beat Clemson at Clemson in the NIT, which is still a great, great win. Uh, we might be able to get in the NIT because our RPI is still below 100 and things like that, but it's not a guaranteed thing anymore. If we're, until this year, the number one seed was always guaranteed playing postseason. So that's that's worrisome and bothersome. But our, our goal is to go to the NSA tournament. Our guys are committed to that. Everything we've done all year has been to prepare for March. And, uh, you know, it's funny that, that, you know, the people that have been very critical of losing Saturday, and and trust me, you may not know this, but it's been unbelievable some of the things that I've gotten. <laughs> and I would just say to them, so if we would have lost at Wright State but beat them Saturday at our place, that would have made any difference. Yes, Cap. That's, you know that's what, what they're saying. Yeah. Yeah. We <laughs> we won. Think about when we won at Wright State. That's the game that put us in position to win the league because we just come off a devastating loss at Northern Kentucky, and it was devastating. We had four point lead in the ball, right, with a minute to go, and we lose. And our guys gathered themselves with one day prep and went into Wright State and won going away. And that's the game that put us in position. Now you go to Fort Wayne and win. Now you're going to win. I walked off the floor at Fort Wayne. I knew we were going to win the championship. Knew it. And uh, if you flip-flop that and we lose at Wright State instead of Saturday, we've lost two in a row. I don't know if we win at Fort Wayne. And so you play, and that's why we preach to our players, there's 20 hurdles. And you just got to worry about one at a time and clear them. And we've got such a big stack of cleared ones that it didn't matter what happened Saturday. And uh, so that's what I would say to those people. But I don't get a chance to talk to them face-to-face because they just send me emails and write crap on, you know. So it is what it is. That always blows me away, too. Like somebody takes the time to sit down and write an email to you about that stuff. Yeah. yeah that's, that's wild. That's my job. It's my job. <laughs> It is. It's wild to me, man. It's absolutely wild. No, but uh, but camp. I mean, what can you do? Send them a ring. Huh? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll send them all, everybody a ring. Huh? 
I just bought a lottery ticket. If I if I win the lottery, I'll buy everyone a ring. All right, that 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 uh, that seems fair. The Greg Campy Show brought to you by Henry Ford Sports Medicine, the official team physicians for Olken University and you. For more info, visit henryford.com backslash athlete. Uh, Tone Hunter will join us on the Greg Campy Show here today. I love coming Tone up Hunter, just man. a little bit. Yeah, I love Tone Hunter. I'm so lucky he came to Oakland. I mean. This guy's one of the smartest basketball players that I've been around. Um, he's been devastated by injury all year, and he's fought through it. He probably shouldn't be playing. I tell him his legs are made of glass, but uh, he probably shouldn't be playing, but he's battled through. He's wearing a brace. And when, you're, when your game's based on speed and you've had knee injury, ankle injury, you know, injury after injury to your legs, it's got to be very frustrating. And, and you see it once in a while in him. You can just see it in his face because things are going so well and he could be such a big part of it and he's just battled and battled and I think I think when we get into March Madness it would not surprise me if he makes the play that wins us the championship because the kids battled his butt off yeah interesting story too he's from Las Vegas he and I talk about that I'm always curious about that so we'll get into that you're not going to say that he knows what the lines and the spreads are are you no no no, we're not going to talk about that no well well, I'll talk about his bowling though we we oh he can bowl (laughs) yeah but you know what he lied he lied. Oh yeah, he said, oh, "I'm only going to bowl this," and then he bowled about 50 pins over it. So, so, so he's like the opposite of he's the opposite of Isaiah Jones then. Right, right. Like Isaiah I, Jones says he's going to bowl 170, and he did bowl 70. Yeah. Forgot the one. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And I put Isaiah on my team, which really upset me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. uh, absolutely, no. But we'll talk about that uh, with Tone Hunter. But Camp, I mean, I guess, I guess when you look at it too. Um, you saw in, in that game in Wright State on, on, on Sunday, actually, yesterday, the ebbs and flows of college basketball game. And it is such a momentum sport. And we saw Wright State come out and do what they did. We saw us answer the bell. We went on a run as well. They went on the last run, obviously, to, to finish the game off. But Who's the you, best team in the country? This year? I mean, who do you, people who, don't who really you? know. Uh, Houston's, Houston's number one, I would say UConn. I would, uh, uh, yeah. Other than Oakland, who's the number <laughs> UConn's one UConn's number two. Yeah. UConn, Purdue, yeah, whoever, Houston, yeah. they've all been beaten by over 20 points. Yes. Every one of those top three, four teams, UConn got beat by 23 the other night. Nobody, Nobody's afraid of that. I mean, nobody's – their fans aren't going, oh, we'll never win again because we lost by 23, right? I mean, this is college basketball today. You're, the kids are older. Uh, you know, the transfer portal, you recruit older kids, you – you don't replenish with young guys and go through through that anymore. Now you replenish your program with older guys, and and because of that, you know you just see that Purdue's lost by twenty some, uh, UConn's lost by twenty some, Kansas Kansas has lost by twenty some, Kentucky Kentucky loses at LSU, and then goes to Alabama, who's the hottest team in the country, and beats them one seventeen to ninety three at Alabama. Right. Was it at Alabama, or am I embellishing? I don't remember Anybody know? Then we'll just say it was it at was, Alabama. Yeah, 100% right? it was at just Alabama. Just to make my yeah. point. I mean, it just, it's college basketball. It's why it's so great. Yeah. I mean, I Camp, think. UConn has, doesn't have a road win against a ranked team since 2014. And they're number one, and they won the national championship. And they rack and national it. championships. Yeah. Two since then? Wow. But, you know, think about yesterday and, and just look at some of the things that happened. We were on a... We run a play to put us in the lead in the first half, and Rocket fumbles the ball, and they call traveling. It's a dunk or a layup, right? Right. DQ's coming down the court with with the ball, and 
Trey's running and he's wide open and DQ th while we're in that run where they've taken the lead and we've got to fight back and DQ throws him a pass that hits him in the hands. He doesn't catch it. It goes out of bounds. How many short layups did we miss? How many, you know, it was just one of those days. And you can't play. One of the problems is you play 30 sometimes. You can't play 30 sometimes without the ebbs and flows that you're talking about. And yesterday wasn't our day. I mean, the, those little things went against us. And when you play a team that's playing really, really well, as they did in the second half, you're going to lose. And that's what happened. It happens to UConn. It happens to Kentucky. It happened. I mean, if you watch the Kentucky-LSU game, which is one of the few games I did get to see, um, Kentucky's dominating the game, and LSU makes three or four threes, gets back in the game, gets the flow going, and it's college basketball. you got a lot of great players in this country. And if you look around the Horizon League right now, and again, uh, Coach Calhoun and I were talking about this this morning because, you know, we're talking about it's time getting time to vote for your all-league teams and that. There are more guys this year that could be player of the year than at any Ever. time. And in, in, in the 40 years that I've been a college basketball head coach and voted for the all-conference team, there are more players in our league that could be player of the year than at any other time in my profession. You got – I can't pronounce their names. What's the guy at Cleveland State? You, oh, Anaruna. Anaruna. You've got Warwick. You've got Noel Reynolds. Noel Noel Reynolds mm -hmm. at Green Bay. Wright State's got three guys. Tanner Holden. Trey Calvin. T Trey Calvin and uh, the big kid that, I mean, I thought he was the best player on the floor. Oh, Noel? Noel. I thought yesterday, in Saturday's game, or Sunday's game, he I thought he was the best player on the floor. He played better than any of our guys. He played better than any of their guys in that game. Um, Fort Wayne's got that point guard. I don't think he's quite player of the year but you but their coach does I'm sure you got Trey Townsend right yeah I mean last year who it was Antoine Davis or Cole Hill at at, uh, at Youngstown at Youngstown there was no way that Jalen Moore as much as we wanted Jalen nobody was you know Jalen Moore's first team all-league player but we finished fifth so he won the year before that you had Antoine and uh, Jamal Kane and they gave them both because by far and away they were the two guys, you know. So when you have that many good players, you have that many good teams. And that's why the league's so good. Because every one of those teams got a guy that on a given night can win a game. You know, the strength of our team is, yeah, Trey can do that, but the strength of our team is we have, and the reason we're champions, is because we have seven or eight guys that can go win a game. I mean, Tone Hunter, I can't remember what game it was. We wouldn't have won the game if he hadn't gone in and gotten three steals and chipped it away, went down, made an unbelievable pass, got that us That was home. a home game, right? Was it the Milwaukee game, maybe? Uh, I, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. I, remember I can't either. remember where my car's parked right now. I'll ask so. Tone. I'll ask Tone when he comes yeah. up here. He, I'm, sure, I'm sure he remembers. Uh, Camp, real quick question I for you. I think I'm right out back here. Yeah, okay. <laughs> real quick question for you before we cut to the break. I'm curious about this. When you're watching the LSU Kentucky, how do coaches watch games? Do you do you watch it like I like boxing and UFC because I don't have to like talk about it or anything. I can just sit there and be entertained. Is is that how you do it, or is no, coaching no, in no, you? No, no, no. I I only watch. The only reason I I get to watch enough basketball, right? Right. The reason I watch, I try and watch certain coaches, and I want to see what they're doing. You know, um, everybody has. It's like I tell our players when we put our sets in and things like that. It isn't the set; it's the execution of the set. And then it's figuring out when to call it and how to get the ball to your best players, right? So when I know a Kentucky's got this guard they've got, right? And 
what was he, he had 38 or something the other night at Alabama, 10 for 10 from the floor or whatever. How did they get him their shots and then steal from him? You know, oh, that little screen or that little action, if we take that little action and add it to this bunch series that we have, maybe that gets DQ wide open, right? But you don't steal it because you name it after him typically in the playbook. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for sure. so that's not stealing. That's, I that's attributing. I am not smart enough in any way, shape, or form to invent anything other than the everybody out of bounds on the baseline. Yeah, that, that, you that did invent that. And, that. and I did. I never get credit for it, but that was out of necessity. <laughs> Do we have time to tell that story or not? Yeah, sure. So here's how, here's how that came about. You know what I'm talking about when you're late in the game and you put everybody out of bounds? We played Northern Michigan. This is how long ago that was. In the bubble. In the bubble. 1996, 97, something like that. And we're up 23 with two and a half minutes to go. And we made two free throws with three seconds to go to win by one. <laughs> Think about that. 23 with two minutes to go. Two and a half. Two and a half maybe. minutes to go. Because they would score and we couldn't get it in. I had a bunch of slow, great. We had a really good team, but we weren't very athletic. We were all 6'4 to 6'5. We didn't really have anybody could dribble. And we just had guys that could shoot. And we would wear you down, make shots. And so we couldn't get it in. We weren't athletic enough to get open. So, you know, they have that play where, you know, you take it out and a guy jumps out of bounds and you throw it to him. So I took that and said, well, why can't we just put off? I was a football player. Why can't we just have a bunch formation over here and then run and knock people off and throw it into the guy? Run crossing routes right. and, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I did it in the first game, and the referee told me that he, called, he said, you can't do it, and he gave them the ball. And I said, you're going to get in a lot of trouble because you can do that. And so he got reprimanded. The referee got reprimanded. And then we did it for a couple of years, and then we did it again, and the referee again said, you can't do that. He didn't give us a turnover. He just blew the whistle and came over to me and said, you can't do that. And I said to the guy, I go, you either let us do it or you're going to get suspended. And, he, and that pissed him off. And I said, we've gone through this before. We've done this in the NCAA tournament. You know, if we can do it in the NCAA tournament, I'm sure we can do it against Youngstown State or whoever the hell we were playing. And he got reprimanded. So, you know, uh, I guess that really wasn't that good of a story, was it? I, you know what? I, I was going to let you say it. I was expecting more, I guess. Uh, I, I will say it like that. But that's all right. Tone Hunter will deliver the goods when he comes right. up here in just a couple Somebody needs to. Uh, of minutes. We'll be back. Tone Hunter will join us. It's a Greg Campy Show live from RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. You don't have to play for the Pistons to be treated by the same doctors who keep the team at their best. I can't dunk in size 18 sneakers, but I can play 18 holes. I don't box out defenders in mesh shorts, but my hip is back in the game. I'm not a Piston, but I'm running on all cylinders after back surgery. I am Henry. I am Henry. Henry Ford Health, official team physicians of the Detroit Pistons. And you. Visit henryford.com slash team docs. 
With OU Credit Union's Visa Signature Credit Card, you'll enjoy more cash back on the things you buy most. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. You'll also receive $100 when you spend $5,000 within the first three months of card approval. Open your Visa Signature Card today at OUCreditUnion.org and start enjoying the benefits of more cash back. Full details at OUCreditUnion.org. They say one great thing leads to another. And that's especially true when you visit a Great Clips salon. When you sit down for a haircut with the skilled and friendly stylist at one of our thousands of convenient Great Clips locations, they'll not only make your hair look great, they'll make you feel great too. And that's something you can't help but share with the world. Download our online check-in app today and opt in to get a ready next text when you're up next. Great Clips. It's going to be great. Welcome back to the Greg Campy Show live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. My name is Neil Rule, the voice of the Golden Grizzlies. And right now, as promised, we are joined by Tone Hunter here in the house, uh, the native of Las Vegas, a transfer from Garden City Community College, where he was freshman of the year uh, last season, second team all-conference performer, led the team in scoring out there as well. Tone, what's going on, man? How are you? Hello, Neil. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. It's good to have you up here. Tone, it's funny because – you you were talking about it, and up here on the TVs, they're showing the the court storming incident uh, yeah. in Wake Forest. What what's your thought on court storming? I I think I know where the players stand on it. Uh, as a player, of course, you know that's a dream, uh, especially you know coming like an event like next Saturday is something was like that to happen. You know, like that's something you kind of dream of, and you know you want to be a part of, especially because that's what we play for. We play for our school, we play for our, our fans and our community. So I, I'm all for it. I mean. Yes, it, you know, it's dangerous a little bit, but as far as just, like, the experience and, you know, just that moment, you know, for your career, I, I would love for me to personally go through it. So I, I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, I, I can tell, man. I can absolutely tell. Um, Tone, just kind of your, your thoughts uh, on, on this season. Now, for you personally, I, I know that, that you've been uh, banged up at, at various times and things like that. I haven't really been able to, to shake that. It's something that's kind of followed you around. But, but as you look at this team – um, I'm not going to ask you, does this surprise you? Because everybody on the team thought that, that this was going to be the story, and ultimately it was. But as you look back at this season, you know, what, what are your thoughts? Uh, it was everything we kind of just expected it to be. Uh, I kind of knew coming in, especially me personally, uh, being a junior, that I just didn't have many more years left of college to do everything you dreamed of. And uh, that's why I came here, honestly, you know, playing at my last school last year. I kind of just learned what it took to kind of make it to that next step, you know, that jump, um, winning and losing and, you know, doing the things that we had to do to win. So uh, me coming here and talking to Coach Campy, uh, that was like the number one thing we were talking about all the way back in, what was that? I don't want to say a day too early to get Coach in trouble. but uh, Earlier, when, yeah, in the recruiting you know, yeah, process. In the recruiting process. That was That's just a like, great media word, in the recruiting process. <laughs> yes, there we go. Never date yourself. <laughs> yeah, never. <laughs> <laughs> um, that was just one of the main things we talked about um, in our recruitment and, and trying to recruit players and, you know, moving forward. We, that was just the main goal is to get to the tournament. So once uh, the first day we got here, we all talked and we all came together. It was You just felt it at that moment. It was just something clicked. Like, I can't explain it. Probably no one on our team really could explain it because it's just something there. But you kind of just felt it like when we first all came together. It's just something clicked. 
Uh, Tone, I wanted to ask you about this as well because I asked Jack about this. Now, you, now you, you came uh, the JUCO route, uh, so certainly at Garden City. They, the Jay, for those that don't know, the Jayhawk League is, is about as good as it gets as far as JUCO basketball goes. But with that being said, uh, let me paint this picture for you. You're, you're at Ohio State, right, and there's, there's 12,000 you know, fans in the stands, and it's a Big Ten school and all that kind of stuff, and, and you come out there. You know, you're, you're able to score eight points when right before the the jump ball. Did you did you catch yourself kind of looking around for a moment and saying, "Wow, like this is this is what I've seen on TV. This is why I'm here right now." Uh, of course, you know, uh, places like Ohio State, Illinois. Uh, last year for me, in some places, UCLA, USC, like those are incredible places to play at. And then, you know, going to Ohio State, and my coach. AU coach was really big Ohio State fan. So, you know, once you go to places where people are talking about and uh, you know how Ohio State fans are, they, they don't never stop talking about Ohio State. So, no. you know, I was really mad that we didn't win because – They remind me of another fan base. <laughs> <laughs> Cowboy fans? Uh, I mean, that, that's one another one, yeah, no doubt. Uh, um, but, no, for sure. It was like places like that where you just hear people talk about and really big fans and, you know, just the atmosphere, those are just – really really fun places and it's it's crazy that you know you play basketball for all these years and you still could get chills you know so that's the best way to put it is i just when you play those type of games and those type of moments you just still get chills like the first time you ever played basketball so Talk with Tone Hunter here on the Greg Campy Show. The Greg Campy Show brought to you by the Pino Insurance Agency, LLC, of Mimic Insurance. They cater to the educational market. If you're looking for affordable insurance and knowledgeable insurance agency, go online to pinoinsurance.com today. That's P-I-N-O insurance.com today. Tone, you were uh, born and raised in Las Vegas, uh, yeah. Nevada, which is, which is interesting to me. Um, when we went bowling when we were down in Ohio, uh, you, you, you told me you were like, yeah, you know, in Las Vegas, it's not like – it's not like growing up in in your prototypical area, your prototypical neighborhoods, or anything like that. There's there's not a there's not a lot to get into in Las Vegas, yeah, which no. which kind of surprised me because you know I, I always found that there's a lot to get into <laughs> in, in Las Vegas. But you know that that you know leaving that part out. That being said, uh, you said you, that's where you kind of took up bowling because yeah. it's something that you did in Las Vegas. What's it like growing up in Las Vegas? Because I would imagine if you're if you're a resident of a Las Vegas, you're like, man, are these people ever going to leave? Uh, <laughs> um, it's just like that a little bit, isn't yeah, it? Uh, yeah, I know. You know, you know. Being 12 and, you know, you can't get in certain places yeah. and, uh, growing up. You uh, you know, especially being a casino in every corner, there's always uh, two things, movie theater and bowling. So uh, my brother is a really, really, really good bowler, like really good bowler. I hate to give him that credit because I don't like saying that he's better than me in anything. But he is. Yeah, but he's yeah. better than me at bowling. But I'm better than him at basketball. So, that, so like, it works out for you. Yeah, look at me and look at him, you know. <laughs> uh, I, I love you, big bro. Um, no, he's, he's, a, he's listening right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, that just shows just another side of me. Uh, it was another thing to be really competitive at, you know. Uh, it was always fun to do, you know, like I said, there wasn't much to do in Vegas being a kid. So that's just like little memories and little things that I, I just always for, forever be grateful for. And, and, you know, we still bond over that. You know, there's a lot of times where it'd be me and my brother go bowling, my sister or me and my grandma. Like, that's just a really big thing we do, you know, in Las Vegas is bowl. So, you know, uh, it's just something I just catched on to do on the side. 
something a lot of people might not know. However, Las Vegas is one of the basketball capitals mm-hmm. uh, of America. I mean, when, when you look at what goes on out there, obviously a lot of draft prep goes on there. Uh, you got Bishop Gorman out there as well. There's a couple of basketball powerhouses. Uh, th- there's a lot of off-season training that goes on in Las Vegas. USA Basketball is, is always out there as well. Um, it, it is, right? Like, it's, it's yeah. one of those unofficial yeah, sure. basketball sure. camps. There's always somebody out yeah, there. Yeah, the summertime, it's, it's crazy. Uh, I tell DQ a lot. Uh, you know, maybe I could sneak him out to Vegas for a couple of days to get get in some gyms. But I just telling him some of the stories and tell some of the guys the stories. You know, I done played against a lot of just talented people that you know, uh, just by being grateful, grace at the right time, knowing the right people, being in some of the gyms and those draft workouts and meeting a lot of cool people and a lot of cool players. So uh, that's why I also like living in Vegas. I'm a really big basketball freak. You know. Uh, I'm always watching basketball. I'm always just, you know, trying to learn something. I don't, I don't know what it is that the game just very fascinates me in, like, different areas. So, Well, because Camp talked about that, like, and yeah. you see it. Anybody that, that's around the game to any degree, if you're at practice, if you're in a game, you, you can see it. I, I know sometimes, like, the motor gets sped up and stuff like that, and that's yeah. the nature of the position you play. But, but at the same time, you, you study the game. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just really big. I just love the game, you know. Uh, I'm just very grateful to be here. So, you know, I just take every moment that I can because, you know, injury kind of humbled me as far as just my thought process of uh, playing, playing the game and being appreciative. So now I, I'm really just big on just learning and it, it helped my teammates, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of time you guys see Campy yelling at me, but I promise you, there's sometimes he listens to me, and I could, you know, sneak a <laughs> sneak a play in there too. You get one word yeah, in. Yeah, I get. I, I could. I uh, I could sneak a word or or a play or two in, and he'll look at me and be like, you know, you, like, good job. You know, that's, that's I. You know, I think of it like that, and you know, it's like I said, it's just grateful to be here because that's something that me and Campy talked about coming here. So to be able to connect with your coach and your coach to trust you to, you know, go over there and run that and I'm not involved at all, you know, that just tells you how much, you know, we're just, you know, he trusts me and he sees the same things that I see. All right, Tone, last one from me here. Uh, the point guard lineage here at Oakland, going, going back to, to Jonathan Jones and uh, Reggie Hamilton and certainly obviously into Kay Felder and Jalen Moore. I, I imagine that Coach Campy probably didn't have to sell you too hard then, right? Uh, no, uh, <laughs> not at all. I remember getting, you know, first ever talking to Campy and, and Juco and those names that you just say and then being a really, really big college fan and knowing Kay Felder and just, you know, just really sitting back and understanding, you know, that's where Kay Felder played at and this is the coach that coached Kay Felder and – so it wasn't really much to sell me on, you know. It was, you know, I tell them if it wasn't for Kansas, to be honest, I don't know if anybody really knows about the West Fair, Hemisphere of Kansas. Yeah. I would have been in Oakland earlier, but I couldn't do the cold again. The cold <laughs> really, really. So I try to sneak to the West Coast. Yeah. But, you know, my heart got me here. So, you know, I. Yeah, it wasn't much to sell me, though, uh, for real. Well, you talked about the fact that you're grateful to be here. We're grateful that you're here, too, as thank well. Uh, Tone you. Hunter, everybody here on the Greg Campy Show. Appreciate the time, Tone. Thank Thanks, you, Thank you. Thanks for having me. A- absolutely. We will take a break. Come back. It's Ask Campy time. Tweet those questions with hashtag Ask Campy. We'll read those uh, coming up next. It is a Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills.
When fires, burst pipes, mold, or extreme weather impact your home or business, Belfour Property Restoration has your back. No matter the property damage emergency, Belfour is ready to respond 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year to clean up the damage and restore your property so you can start rebuilding faster. Belfour Property Restoration, restoring more than property. To find your local Belfour office, visit belfor.com. That's belfor.com to learn more. Here in Michigan, we're used to keeping ourselves busy all winter long. Whether that's enjoying mugs of hot chocolate by the fireplace or a late night of movie watching. And at DTE, we want to help keep that winter fun going while saving you money. With our online interactive home, you can find ways to save throughout yours, from your kitchen to your living room. Stay cozy and save. Head to DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. You don't have to play for the Pistons to be treated by the same doctors who keep the team at their best. I can't dunk in size 18 sneakers, but I can play 18 holes. I don't box out defenders in mesh shorts, but my hip is back in the game. I'm not a Piston, but I'm running on all cylinders after back surgery. I am Henry. I am Henry. Henry Ford Health, official team physicians of the Detroit Pistons. And you. Visit henryford.com slash team docs. With OU Credit Union's Visa Signature Credit Card, you'll enjoy more cash back on the things you buy most. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. You'll also receive $100 when you spend $5,000 within the first three months of card approval. Open your Visa Signature Card today at OUCreditUnion.org and start enjoying the benefits of more cash back. Full details at OUCreditUnion.org. Welcome back to RJ's Pub here in Rochester Hills, the Greg Campy Show. My name is Neil Rule. That guy over there is the coach, Greg Campy, and the Greg Campy Show is brought to you by farmer-owned Prairie or farmer-owned dairy products from Prairie Farms, made with 100% real milk from local Michigan dairy farms. Prairie Farms, a proud sponsor of Oakland University Athletics. Prairie Farms, happy cows, real milk. That's for you, Klaus. There you go. Happy, loves the happy cows. cows. Yep. Uh, the, the cows are certainly uh, certainly happy. Uh, right now, Camp, you ready to do some ask? Uh, ask Camp. Sure, I hope they're really good ones. All right. Um, well, the, here's a. <laughs> uh, I hope they're really good ones. All right, we'll start with this one then, Camp. Uh, you, you were talking about the pizza that kind of went by our face here, but not landed on our table. Uh, Jonathan wants to know: pineapple or no pineapple on pizza? Oh no, I'm not a. No, I like pineapple. I, I I do, but I would never put it on pizza. Never. I'm sorry. I just never would. I mean. I, I mean, <laughs> boo this man. If, if, first of all, it ruins the ham, right? Isn't there ham on that too? Nah. What about know. bacon? Can't ruin bacon. I, I'm not a big bacon guy. I, can you imagine that? I'm not. A, I, I'm a sausage guy. I'm not a big bacon guy, but I love sausage on pizza. But Camp, the back of the room here is outraged right now. Yeah, I'm so well. I'm not in that good of a mood either. So I, mean, I just, <laughs> you just want to bring everybody down, right? <laughs> Who the hell puts pineapple on pizza, man? Everybody, everybody. <laughs> uh, you notice the pro pineapple crowd, they're vocal about it, yeah. too. Like, they're, they're, they're motivated. That's you because hear from them. they get chastised about it. I'm sure when they order it and people look at them like, what are you doing? <laughs> so they're, they got thick skin, you're saying, right? right they're used to defending right, it. Right, Kind of like, like me right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Austin Davis, who's here in the crowd, this is nowhere near as, uh, you know, 
this is nowhere near the controversial topic that pineapple on pizza is. Uh, Austin says, who is sitting here, as a matter of fact, I might be uh, biased as a fan of court storming, but with the latest controversy from the Duke game, what are your thoughts on court storming? No, I think uh, if you've ever been involved in it, I think you can see where some people are coming from. But I think that what – I hope they don't ban it. I know a lot of, a lot of uh, conferences have put fines in if they allow it. Um, but I hope they don't ban it. But I would just say if you go look at the Creighton-UConn uh, game and you watch how Creighton handled the court storming, perfect way to handle it, they, they – kept the people from off until UConn got to their bench and then they walled off the bench in the tunnel area and you can see the picture of it you can see three quarters of court is full of you can't see the court and then there's an area like a little pond you know where it's just the court because they did they managed it and I think you have to understand the expectations of your fans we've court stormed here uh, I'll never the, the greatest court storm I, I'll ever I ever saw because when you're a parent and you have kids that are a coach's kid, you never really understand it. And so the the last year that we went to the NSA tournament in Sioux Falls, it was an easy win, right? I think we won by 15 or 20 points to the championship game. But yet our fans that were there court stormed it, court stormed. And I never pay attention to that kind of stuff. And I, when I got home, I rewatched the game, and there I see two of my kids running out onto the court. Yeah. And it was, it was one of the coolest things I'd ever seen. And I just, why, why take that away from people? Uh, college basketball is so different than professional basketball. Why would you even want to take that away? That's something that's exciting and you want to happen. You just got to now because of, in, some, you know, the Caitlin Clark thing, I think, is what st- started it. And then this, of course, Duke's involved. So, oh, of course, yeah. You know, so um, I, I think you could see it banned for sure. I just hope it isn't. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you uh, because yeah, people have to remember too. When when Duke loses, America wins. You know, for for the most part. <laughs> I didn't so, say that. No, you didn't say that. Um, uh, that was that was me that that said that. Right. But it does not make it less true. Nobody uh, listens to you, anyways. That, Neil, well, so see, there you go. I'm, I'm pushing it to the limit right now. Right. Uh, send your questions with the hashtag. Uh, ask Campy. Uh, we got some more in here. Uh, Arjun says, uh, from November to present day, you guys have been able to rebound from adverse situations. With how close uh, yesterday's loss was uh, to the end of the season, how oh, do you motivate uh, the team to keep playing at a high level? Uh, I, I thought you, you threw me for a loop there when you said with how close yesterday's loss was, and then you paused, and I was thinking, well, it wasn't close yesterday. <laughs> so uh, how, how do we handle that? I don't think there's an issue with it all. You know, uh, we're going into senior night, and for the people sitting in here, many of the people sitting in here tonight know how important senior night is to Greg Campy. Uh, they know what that night's like in the arena. They know, you know, our tradition of senior night, I think, is as good as anybody's in the country. It's always a special day. and yeah, Our kids will be ready to play. We're playing Detroit. You have a chance for an outright championship. And it's like I sent him a text this morning. And I said, yeah, you've won the ring, but what's the ring going to say on it? You know, what's the ring going to say? Is it going to say co-champion? Is it going to say champion? Is it going to say NCAA tournament? Is it going to say Sweet 16? What's the ring going to say? 
So we have a lot more to accomplish. And they're focused, laser focused to us. As we've said all year, and you've heard me in press conference after press conference, everything we've done this year is for that tournament. We understand that if we win Saturday and we win uh, outright championship, that there are, and then we get beat in a conference tournament, there are going to be people that are upset and say, oh, my God, you choked again, you didn't win, it's been a decade, what a, you know. We understand that. We accept that, and we've put everything and every effort into winning the tournament. But you know what? It's really hard to do. It's really hard to do. If you look at since 2005 to, to today, and you look at conference tournament championships in the state of Michigan, Oakland's won how many? Anybody know? Three, Three right? How, how many has Michigan won? Two. One. Three. Three? Right. Three. How many has Michigan State won? Eight? No, four. Four. Right? Western Michigan's run won one. Detroit's won one. Central Michigan's won one. Eastern Michigan's won one. Since 2005. It's hard to win a conference tournament. Think about that. Michigan State. But they go every year, right? Because if all you got to do is finish in the top five or six. I mean, they're, what, eighth right now in the Big Ten, and they're talking about going. But for us, you got to win it, right? It's hard to do. I've had, I've, we probably should have won three or four more. I'll, I'll acknowledge that. But we haven't because it's hard to do. The pressure on those kids... Because what, as bad as you want to go as fans, it's not even close to how bad they want to go. And the pressure that they put on themselves, it's unbelievable. And that's why a guy like Isaiah Brock leaves the basket to block a three, that he didn't do it all year. He leaves the basket to go block a three-point shot that he had no chance to get to, but he wanted it so bad. And they throw it underneath and shoot a layup and beat us. It's wide, stupid plays happen and it's what makes tournament play so great so it is what it is man we're, we're going to do everything we can uh gary mccarrick wants to know hey camp what about a wall of accomplishments in the arena for former players succeeding in their post-college basketball careers like ryan hoover with the bucks travis bader with the nets uh jordan Howenstein with the spurs to name a few i can't even get our banners back up and you want me to put a wall of that up <laughs> Take a number, Gary. Take a number. <laughs> um, somebody, somebody tweeted at me today, uh, way to raise another banner. <laughs> Where are we raising it? <laughs> you don't have them at your house, Camp? No. No? All right. Uh, Wesley V, this is the last one here, Camp, before we get out. Uh, <laughs> Coach, was great to see Martez Walker visiting you on the bench at halftime a few Jesus. weeks ago at the arena. Uh, first, how is Martez doing, and does DQ Cole kind of remind you a little bit of Martez's game? Well, they're both 6'4", and they're, they're both left-handed, and they both can have a funny shot. So, yeah, he reminds me a lot. DQ's a little bit better with the ball than Martez. Uh, Martez is probably a better mid-range shooter, um, but they're very similar. And, and I, you guys, I don't believe, have seen what DQ is yet. You know, I, I think next year you're going to see that when he's featured. Um, you know, we always, when Trey makes first team all league, 
this week. It'll be the 18th consecutive year that we've had an all-league player, which is, as I've said at this show before, only one other school in the history has done that, and that's Gonzaga, right? So next year, if it's going to be 19, it's probably going to be DQ Cole, but he'll be featured in the offense. A lot of that stuff we run for Blake, a lot of the stuff we run for Golke, it will be being run for, for DQ. We've got, we've got to get point guard play that can so we can move him off there and get him the ball you know it's really important that we recruit some point guards uh to be able to do that but yeah i think they're they're very similar um they're they're different personalities dq's personality is tremendously different than martez's uh but they're, they're they come from a similar background and yeah i love both of them i mean they're they're, they're great kids and it was, it was great to see Martez. All right, we will take our final break. Come back. It's time to talk about that school down the road. That's right, Detroit Mercy, the Metro Series coming up on Saturday night. Want to see everybody out there at the arena. We'll be back with the final segment of the Greg Campy Show live from RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Here in Michigan, we're used to keeping ourselves busy all winter long. Whether that's enjoying mugs of hot chocolate by the fireplace or a late night of movie watching. And at DTE, we want to help keep that winter fun going while saving you money. With our online interactive home, you can find ways to save throughout yours, from your kitchen to your living room. Stay cozy and save. Head to DTEinteractivehome.com today. DTE. When fires, burst pipes, mold, or extreme weather impact your home or business, Belfour Property Restoration has your back. No matter the property damage emergency, Belfour is ready to respond 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year to clean up the damage and restore your property so you can start rebuilding faster. Belfour Property Restoration, restoring more than property. To find your local Belfour office, visit belfor.com. That's belfor.com to learn more. With OU Credit Union's Visa Signature Credit Card, you'll enjoy more cash back on the things you buy most. Receive 3% cash back on groceries, 2% cash back on gas, travel, and universities, and 1% cash back on everything else. You'll also receive $100 when you spend $5,000 within the first three months of card approval. Open your Visa Signature Card today at OUCreditUnion.org and start enjoying the benefits of more cash back. Full details at OUCreditUnion.org. They say one great thing leads to another. And that's especially true when you visit a Great Clips salon. When you sit down for a haircut with the skilled and friendly stylist at one of our thousands of convenient Great Clips locations, they'll not only make your hair look great, they'll make you feel great too. And that's something you can't help but share with the world. Download our online check-in app today and opt in to get a ready next text when you're up next. Great Clips. It's going to be great. Greg Campy Show. We're live at RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. Final segment of the show today. And remember, Greg Campy Show brought to you in part by RJ's Pub right here in Rochester Hills. You guys, uh, you guys know. You sample the food. You know the wares. You've uh, you smashed the season fries. All of that. So you guys certainly know what's going on here. Uh, when's the last time you had some season fries, by the way, Camp? During while Tone was speaking. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Giz, Giz is back in the corner, and he put them in front of me. I go, Giz, I can't eat them. I'm, I've lost 60 pounds, man. I can't eat those. And he left them there, and they're all gone. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we'll pivot, Camp. Um, 
on so <laughs> speaking of social media, we just wrapped up the Ask Campy portion of the show. I saw a, a tweet that you put out uh, earlier today, kind of yeah. a cool picture with, with Trey and Chris and then Trey and Chris. Uh, Trey and Chris is boys and Trey and Chris is men. Yeah, if you haven't seen that and you have Twitter, I would recommend you go take a look at it. Nicole Lee, uh, Trey's mom, sent me that picture this week. And every once in a while she pulls a picture out when, you know, he was at our camp or, you know, when she, I know it's getting close to the end for Trey and she's probably feeling bad about it, right, you know, because of how much Oakland basketball has meant for him. And I think senior night's going to be just a special night, I hope, for him. And I can't tell you how happy I am that we won a championship and he got – because his whole he's been in the gym when we've cut nets down. He's been in there, you know, a five-year-old, a ten-year-old camp, and for it to come true for him. But if you, if you look at that picture I sent That's out, wild. you have got to say, who the hell is Oakland's strength coach, <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean Terry. You Terry just, Sauer, bro. Yeah, you, yeah. you have just got to pat. When when you see Terry, you got to pat. Man, you do good work. All right. <laughs> Now, we do have a nutrition program, and we do have a nutritionist, and, but Terry, he's the man, boy, and there's, there's proof of it. And the, I'm so happy she sent me that picture because every kid we recruit is going to see that picture, those two pictures side by side, every kid we recruit, because you talk about, uh, you know, do people get better? Do they get bigger? Do they get stronger? How, how do they mature over their time in college? I mean, a picture speaks a thousand words, and, and that one does. So I'm pretty cool. I think that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of pretty cool, uh, this Saturday night, college basketball, the Oakland University Credit Union Arena, 6 o'clock, uh, the Golden Grizzlies, Detroit Mercy, the Metro Series, a conference championship, you know, solo hanging in the balance camp, all of that. This is, this is college basketball Saturday night. I hope to see everybody out there. Go to goldengrizzlies.com for tickets if you don't have them yet. Well, that part of it will take care of itself. What I need everybody to do, everybody in this room and, and everybody that's listening to this show and everybody that's at the game, I'm very concerned that because the league made it a doubleheader that, you know, a lot of the fans are going to be there for a long time. And I'm very concerned the game's not starting till 6 o'clock, that at 8 o'clock when it's over, people are going to want to leave. And I don't want them to do that. I'd rather you come at halftime forget the game I'd rather you be there when the game's over so that those four seniors have a large group of people to talk to and that we send them off the way you know they deserve to be sent off they get hugged and they get pictures and they you know we're on that court for an hour after that game you know giving them their due just because that means more than anything to me way more important than that game to me um we'll take care of the game we'll we'll do our job i guarantee you we'll do our job but that's what's more important so if that day's too long for you come at halftime camp i ask you this question often but this is another moment where where i think it applies just when you got here all those years ago did you see this did you see you know rival rivalries and you know rivalry series and conference championships hanging in the balance and, and number one seats and all that kind of stuff, Camp. Neil, I was 28 years old. I didn't look at things like that. I was going to coach here one year, win the national championship, and go coach at UCLA, right? That's what I always said. So, I, you know what? We did get – I did get to coach at UCLA a couple yes. times. Yeah, so it worked, you know. <laughs> uh, I did it. Yeah. But, no, I didn't. I mean, I just – you know – 
that's a great question, but any if you really know me and who I am, that stuff. I mean, it it just takes care of itself. I just want to. I want good kids. I want those kids to walk out of here feeling that Oakland's the greatest place they've ever been because that's how I feel. And I want them to. I want people to love them, and I want them to love Oakland. And more importantly, I want them and their teammates to be bonded for life. And that's what we're trying to accomplish. And and we win games along the way. That's great. And we have, man, we have. And you know, you look at the list of players that have played here. I mean, the thing I just said, 18 years in a row. If Trey gets Player of the Year, which damn it, he better. If we beat Detroit on Saturday, I, I sure think he should be Player of the Year. He'll be the sixth Player of the Year in the last 15 years to play here. My God, you know, other than Gonzaga, North Carolina, Duke, where, where do you find that? Right. You know, and so our fans. You have, I mean, you're you're pretty damn lucky to to be able to see that. And as a coach, I'm the luckiest guy in the world to to have coached those guys and to be part of that. So I I don't think about all that other stuff. I just want, I want, I'm so happy they're getting a ring. I can't tell you how happy I am. Uh, Camp the game against Detroit. Then uh, I know how you're going to answer this. Uh, certainly, you know they they have not had uh, the season that they wanted to. I'll say it like that. So that just tells you that you know what snake pit you're walking into there on Saturday. This game, you you have no idea how it's going to go. And if we're not prepared and if we're not ready to play, it ain't going to go well. And I know one hundred. somebody asked the question earlier, you guys since November have come back from every, and we will. Uh, this, that, it's in this group's DNA to, to play them one at a time. And you're never going to play 31 perfect games. You're never going to play 31 bad games. And they're not going to play 31 bad games. So, you know, things haven't gone their way, but there's a good one out there coming. I hope for them it's in the tournament, not Saturday. Right. And, yeah, and next week, obviously, at the show, we'll get into the, to the Horizon League tournament. We'll know. Do we have time? Yeah, yeah. sure. You, yeah, we got about two minutes. Well, just so everybody knows, um, if Green Bay loses – if Green Bay loses Wednesday at Cleveland State, we're the number one seed. It, it, you can't. There's, if you look at the next-gen stats and all that kind of stuff, I think a percentage of us not being the number one seed is less than 1%. Um, now, that's probably because we have a 98% chance of winning on Saturday, which scares the hell out of me. Um, but So it could be all taken care of before we ever step on the court on Saturday, but you're still playing. If Youngstown's got to you know, beat Detroit, and, uh, you know, we need Youngstown to finish second or third for that, for that to happen. Um, so if Youngstown beats Detroit on Wednesday and Green Bay loses at Cleveland State, we're the number one seed no matter what. Um, that's just the mathematics of it. So we'll, 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 know, we'll know on Saturday what we're playing for other than an undisputed championship. And there it is. I, I think that's a good place to stop it here today. Appreciate everybody coming out to RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills, uh, as you guys always do every week, man. Just Yeah, you guys, it's unbelievable. Standing room only here for the show every week. I'd ask you, Camp, did you, did you think this day was coming where there'd be standing room only for the Greg Campy show? Well, if we got a small enough room, it, it would. But yeah, yeah. No, this is a pretty big room, so, yeah, I'm pretty pleased with this, yeah. 
All right. Hey, hey, come to see you, Neil. I know that. Uh, okay, I like that. I like that. There All you right, go. so for the head coach, Greg Campy, and for Greg Hessen back in our 1270 AM, the Bet Studios, my name is Neil Rule. Uh, once again, thanks, everybody, for coming out to the Greg Campy Show live from RJ's Pub in Rochester Hills. We'll catch you guys next Monday as well. Thanks for listening. Well, see you later. <laughs>